back at it again with another one welcome to the eighth episode of gracefully speaking i'm your girl wen and in this one i'll be tackling the power of rest it's so easy for us to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life not knowing when to take time for yourself to recoup to get back to being the best version of you i know 100 percent how hard it is at times to say no but sis you gotta start and hopefully with my help you will so without further ado let's get stuck into it we already know i like to start with a jamaican proverb and today's is one one cocoa full basket again that's one one cocoa full basket which simply means do not expect to achieve success overnight take it slowly taking things slowly i think that's one thing most of us really don't know the meaning of because of the endless upkeeping with this roadrunner form of living we don't think twice before putting self-care on the back burner and more often than not it takes a wake-up call to notice the toll this kind of lifestyle is taking on our lives no matter how indulgent or fancy the term self-care may sound it's crucial for our physical emotional and mental well-being honestly it's important to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself because it produces positive feelings and boosts your confidence it's also a necessary reminder to yourself and others that you and your needs are important too We all live in a busy world, running busy lives, whether it's working that nine to five job, juggling five or six side hustles or running here, there and everywhere for your family and friends. We're always on the go. Recently, I adopted the phrase, you get more done when you work less. And it is absolutely true. If you follow me on my socials, you would have seen that I took a month long break from posting and sharing anything in January. Not only was I off social media, I filtered what I did during the days and the people I interacted with. That break needed to happen for me to recharge, complete a few things I wanted to get done before the rest of the year happened, and it even highlighted the areas I needed to direct my energy, which was to the things I love and enjoy the most. Honestly, it was a bit hard because during the process, I I had a few issues that I had to attend to. It felt like tragedy after tragedy, but with the free time I had by not consuming myself with a phone screen, I found it easier to use other tools and skills required for getting through it. Just ensuring that my proper self-care and just resting was front and center. The power of rest is phenomenal if you truly understand it. And when I say rest, I'm not talking about just sleeping, although that is a beautiful act. Those who know me know I'm a homebody. And if you ask the mother where I like to spend my days, she will respond in her bed being economical with her energy. Yep, sleep. But sleep is not enough. Raise your hand if you've been physically and emotionally drained for weeks, years, months even, and you've kept up with the pace, despite the signs of fatigue. All the while, having everyone around you, including society at large, saying, keep it going, don't quit, 
or just push through or you can sleep when you're dead. Hun, you're not Will Smith playing Chris Gardner in The Pursuit of Happiness, which is a great film, by the way. And if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix now. You're welcome. Anyway, rest is important to you, your family and your spiritual walk. So many Christians today don't appreciate the value of rest. Don't appreciate that resting allows our mind, body and soul to renew and start with even more strength and focus. You don't need to be given permission to slow down or to disengage. It's actually staggering how many people need to be told to take time off. In the office I'm working, there is a woman who refuses to take time off work. The managers at one stage in time had to remind her that she needed to take a week off to rest. Like, why would you do that to yourself? I'm well aware of the power of consistency. I know all about grits. I know what it's like to push through a big deadline with a little bit of extra tiredness involved. I know what it's like to be on top of a demanding work schedule. But guess what the key word is here? Exhausted. And you know what that word means? Completely used up. Now, what do people do when something is finished? They either throw it away or if you're into your recycling, you refill that ish and go again. But think about it. Think about it from your perspective. It doesn't matter how busy you are and how many obligations you have. You cannot best serve those who you seek to serve when you're exhausted. Scripture is filled with God's promises to provide rest when we seek him. Why? Because he is an endless source of peace and strength. The concept of rest in the face of adversity or challenging times or when you have one million things on your to-do list isn't ideal. No need to drop work and take a random trip to the Caribbean without proper sign-off from work. Nor am I saying to throw in the towel and give up on all your hopes and dreams. What I'm actually saying is taking a rest when you're exhausted will make you stronger and recharge your energy emotionally and physically. I recently held a post on my Instagram stories asking the question, what's your definition of self-care? I got a lot of answers, but for this episode, I only chose three. The first response came from a guy where he said, caring for yourself, obviously, but seriously, it's setting aside time to do what you want and making sure you're okay. The second response was from a woman and she said, taking time to breathe away from the noise so that I can make better choices for me and my family in the long run. And finally, the third response from another woman where she says, having a mental detox by stepping away from the toxic people and distractions. Like I said, I had a lot of responses. There was a lot of answers, but the overall consensus was a resounding result for disengaging from the hustle and bustle of life. Clearly, this exhaustion from the hustle is being felt by many. Disengaging from the hustle Resting more and choosing what's essential in life takes effort and discipline, and it's not something that you're going to master in a weekend. Recharging your energy, like I said, doesn't automatically mean taking random weeks off. It's actually something that you should be doing on a regular basis, even for like five minutes at a time. All of that can really add up. So for those who struggle with disengaging, I've got four steps to help you towards resting more. Step one. Examine what's real about your situation versus what's a made-up expectation. For example, 
it may be real that you have a five-month-old baby or a pet who needs you to attend to their every need. However, it may be a made-up expectation that you need to wake up at 4 a.m. every morning to exercise when you've barely had five hours of sleep. On a related note, get really clear about why you're doing what you're doing. Ask yourself, what's the purpose? And if you can't answer it, then sis, it's time to do some real soul searching. Step two, practice saying no more often. This I've said before, and I will continue to say because it is a must. I'm fully aware that this is a trait often shared by the chronically exhausted folks, being the yes woman or yes man. If you say yes to everything, volunteer for everything and try to be everything to everyone, you'll eventually fail. You won't be effective at what you're doing. And furthermore, you'll fall behind in the things that you want to do for yourself. Trust me, it's not it's not worth it. In fact, it's the worst form of multitasking. Step three, take more frequent breaks or make the breaks you do get count. Obviously, I'm not one to shy away from this. I know myself and the status of my mental health. So if I need a break, I for sure will take it. However, this does depend on your work situation. Try to take more frequent breaks, even if you can get away from your desk for like five minutes for every 90 to 120 minutes of work, just do it. Because sitting and reading emails, not going to help. And if you do decide to walk away and start scrolling through social media, that's generally not something that you'd want to do because that also takes away energy too. So go out, take some deep breaths, have a snack, go outside in the sunshine if you've got sunshine, walk around for a minute if you've got the time. Um, just any other ideas that you can think of to recharge. Step four, if you're exhausted, rest. An absolute no-brainer. When you're tired, slow down and rest. Sleep deprivation and exhaustion can make you as sharp as someone who's legally drunk. You can't think clearly. Forget about being able to solve any problems and please don't even try to operate heavy machinery. If you need someone to remind you, nominate someone or send me an email and I'll personally give you some tough love, <laughs> followed by a hug. So, to summarize the power of rest, it's absolutely okay to take frequent rests and disengage from the hustle. In fact, it's imperative for being more productive. Honestly? Truly. So, I've added a new segment to the podcast called The Honesty Box. This is where you can get in touch for my take on what's going on for you. You can do that by sending your thoughts to gracefullyspeaking at gmail.com. That's gracefullyspeaking without the I at gmail.com. Last week, I had someone reach out to me by email. Her name is Laurianne. Hi, Laurianne, and thank you for reaching out. Um, and she said, hey, girl, loving your podcast and the work you're doing to spread love, light and positivity. I wondered if I could have your help. So the last few days, my boyfriend has been acting a bit strange. He's been distant and hasn't wanted to talk much. If he does talk, then it's in single word sentences. Well, earlier today, he told me why. For a bit of backstory, he and I haven't seen each other in person for around two months or so. As I was forced to move to a different state after serious problems with my ex-husband's family who lived close by. 
when we were together, things are wonderful. And he is planning on moving down in the next few months so we can be together again. My relationship with my own family is much different. My sister and I never really gotten along much as she's always been popular and a people person. She also uses people as pawns and is very manipulative. My mom is amazing for the most part, but there are times that I feel as though I'm her verbal punching bag or a therapist. She snaps at me when she's extremely frustrated with my sister, but she normally apologizes for it later on. Wow. Today, I finally got the truth from him. He's upset with me for defending my family. While I don't agree with everything that they say or do, they are the only family I have. I'd literally be on the streets if it wasn't for my mom. He sees what they put me through on a daily basis and it frustrates him that I put up with them. I can't afford my own place to get away from it all and I try not to complain about everything that goes on in the household. I know that he's just trying to protect me but I'm not sure what to do about it. Any suggestions or advice? He's a great guy that has stuck by me despite a lot of mental trauma caused by my ex and he loves me enough to move almost half the country away from where he currently stays. I just don't want to lose him over something like this. Wow. Wow. There's a lot to unpack in this one. Um, there's a lot, Lorianne. And thank you so much for trusting me with this situation. The last bit that you said just now where he he's moving down and and you honestly do see what he's trying to do for you he is a great guy and he is in himself trying to show you that he is ready to step up to the plate and be with you regardless of how far away you are because he honestly does truly love you and he wants to be there like he said to protect you now he has a right to be upset because he loves you but the first point i want to congratulate you on is moving away from the toxic relationship that you had with first your ex-husband and then his family who are obviously just gonna stick by him and everything that he has to say because there's a phrase blood thicker than water you're not blood they don't care for you so you did the right thing by looking out for yourself and moving back with your family your mom i think she in herself needs help and you're already dealing with your own things. You don't need your mom to be using you as her therapist. She needs to go and find her own therapist. Or better yet, actually address the issues that she's got going on with your sister. Because it seems like there is a lot between them and their own relationship. But your mom is trying to uh, find in you that you aren't in a position to provide. So they need to work that out and you may need to have that conversation with your mom for her to speak to your sister for them to work it out between them because really and truly it's not your responsibility to play the mother role for your mom and your sister. And I think it makes it even more difficult because you and your sister don't get along much. So for you to then try and come into her life <laughs> in a way that she doesn't really place you then it's gonna make things awkward for you so yeah your mom needs to have that conversation with her without you even being involved um you also said that you can't move out because that's one of the things that i was i was like why is this girl not moving out of this house like but you can't afford it 
I'm sure that your boyfriend is on his way making plans, just making sure that everything is ready for you both to live that life of bliss. And yeah, you don't need to worry about losing him because by the sounds of things, he is willing to step up to the plate to make sure that there is something for you to feel at peace with. So at the moment, the only advice I can give from my thoughts on this whole thing is to speak to your mom, have her speak to your sister without you being involved because it's not your responsibility. Your mom needs to find her own therapist because you've got too much on your own plate to be dealing with somebody else's issues. And three, you've got something good lined up. Your guy sounds like a real good one. So work on your relationship with him. And allow him to show you that he is not what your ex-husband is. He wants to give you the world. Don't worry about it. Things will work out in its own time. Just trust the process. Thanks, Lorianne, for getting in touch and sending that in. And for anyone else listening, wanting to do the same, you can send me an email with your thoughts to gracefullyspeaking at gmail.com. That's gracefullyspeaking at gmail.com, where... I'll be more than happy to give you my little two-piece on what's going on for you. And that's it. All gracefully spoken. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. There is more to come. But in the meantime, stay connected. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gracefully Speaking. I'm all about that faith, travel, and lifestyle. I do it to make an impact, not to be famous. So, until next time, even when it rains... He reigns from my lane to yours.